Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. And welcome to The Scoop. This is Winfrey Burns, your host, and we are live and ready to go. I hope you are ready for a good show tonight. We are going to get it in. Of course, I got with me tonight some of my phenomenal co-hosts, and so that means that you know it's going to be a good show when everyone is in the building. So what's going on, Mr. Keisha Booth? How you doing? I'm well. I am very well. I would be even more well if there were not lights flashing on my block, but I'm well. <laughs> cool. cool. Yeah, I, I would be. I'm sure you would. <laughs> I'm sure you would. What's going on, Man, T. Willis? I am doing wonderful this evening. Wonderful. Very happy to be here. Good. Good, good. We're going to get into the show. But before we get in, y'all know how we do it. Squad up. Squad up. Oh, no. 
show tonight we got a lot to talk about tonight so we're not gonna uh, we're not gonna belabor the hour let's go ahead and jump into tonight's news uh Keisha, i know you had a couple of things that you, uh something you want to talk about i'm gonna let you go ahead and kick it off yes yes i do so um despite the most devastating tuesday ever Yes, it's Black Tuesday. Yes, from now on, eleven nine sixteen is Black Tuesday. Yes, yes it is. Despite Hilarious. <laughs> despite uh, all that crazy man, I'm so happy that it's over because I can actually listen to my Pandora without the the uh, interruption of the the campaign and commercials. So I'm extremely ecstatic about that. Um, but oh, also, they hit the Pandora, though? Mm-mm. Baby, they had Obama that. on there talking about send me off right, you know what I mean? Oh, baby. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Can I just listen to India Ari? Can I just <laughs> listen to India? It, it, it checks that they put Obama on the black faces. Check them out. Right. I see what you did there, yes. Pandora. I haven't had Pandora in a long time, so that was new to me. My bad. I didn't mean it. Right. Girl, that was yeah. I, That's too much. They had it. <laughs> It was uh, the most. Do you hear me? The absolute like, I am not most. paying for this ad. Thank you very much. Right. I'm not paying for like, oh my God. Do I want to use my free trial on, on the Pandora <laughs> one right now? <laughs> right now. Well, <laughs> I was going through it. Stop I'm not even going to hold you up. <laughs> but... Okay. But, in, uh, you know, there were some wonderful things that actually happened. Um, for those voters who did turn out, um, the and one of those things was that in one particular Alabama county, Jefferson County, Alabama. Now, this is the South, and you know, you wouldn't think this would happen, but nine black women were uh, made judges in yeah. Jefferson County, Alabama, hey, hey, and yeah. these. Are all African American women, beautiful women, who, and it's majority Democratic women. Although you know, uh, to me, the party thing really doesn't mean anything. It's all about your individual votes, um, which I still push because we have other elections coming up in February. Um, but I, I just was extremely excited about the fact that there are nine African American female judges residing over this county. Um, they gave their names, uh, Javon Patton, Deborah Bennett, Cheryl Craig, Grant, Nikita, a.k.a. Nikki Perryman. I know that when you put a nickname in a judge's name, 
Yeah, you know. Uh, I'm gonna tell you, fellas, don't let this move case fool you. you okay, I'm me. You know, right? because I know. A lot. Hey, hey, hey. Um, Go ahead, Queen. I'm not mad at her. Go ahead. Exactly. AKA. So, I mean, I am extremely <laughs> excited about that because that does show that <clears throat> in the areas where the voters turned out, they actually made a difference. All right. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah. So have y'all heard about that? What were your feelings on that? I had no feelings aside oh. from when you mentioned it. Okay. <laughs> 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 um, but I had not heard about it until you had shared it with us and I think I agree with you. It is amazing. Um, one that we have got nine of our sisters who are even aspiring to become judges and and because that's a whole other network of politicking that has to take place within that realm as well. So to be um, <clears throat> a sister in this day and time and, and saying, you know what, I'm going ahead and get my hat on in this place, you know, go and put my gavel in this thing and get it in. I, I love it. I'm I'm all the way here for it. And I hope that this is an encouragement for more of our um <clears throat> More of our girls, more of our daughters, our princesses to get in to different um, different career paths. We don't have, you know, we there, and I don't want to say that we don't. I don't want to broad brush our, our our babies coming up like that because we've got some amazing babies who are going into places that we never thought um, they would. So I'm not going to broad brush that, but I want us to continue that and and encourage that as parents because this is this is magic right here that's amazing and and to and we need to boost this type of story for our little girls to show them it's not one it's not two it's nine that's more than a handful honey nine oh yeah you know what i mean yeah Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome and to get the support of your community to be voted in like that that says a lot as well that's that's awesome yep and it even goes a step further because we have three women um, who were elected to Senate, two, and I'm saying Afri- women of color, okay, um, two women who were elected to the House, and there will be 38 women of color serving in Congress, okay? So we really did make strides, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping that we um, hold all of these elected officials accountable. Don't let them get the overlay for the underplay. Um, make sure that you stay in contact with them just like you did to decide whether to vote to maintain your vote. Because just uh-huh. like they voted in, they can get voted right on out. Um, and and that, that's where we fail. It's like we get them in there and then we forget that we got them in there. Um, and Papa, who that? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, we got Amber an Amber Alert. Alert. I'm sorry. Amber Alert. No. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, Jesus. <laughs> okay. You thought, he was coming, I'm sorry. you thought he was coming back for you thought that was the trumpet. What, I mean he, yeah, I thought, <laughs> you thought you that wasn't, was the trumpet. I he thought was he was back. coming like the quiet storm. I didn't know he was gonna be <laughs> alert first. <laughs> Absolutely love it. 
<laughs> Absolutely love it. Um, I am so very, very, very proud of him. Very proud. Yeah. So we just gotta yeah, keep it going. Totally. Just keep it and, going. And um, yeah, I think so. like I said, just keep, just keep everybody accountable, and we can do more than we think. Um, even though you know the head, we saw what happened. You know, we had a a whole black president, but he was held up by House and Congress. So if we keep people accountable, we might still be able to to keep the the United States together. Until I move to Belize, um, but <laughs> to add to that, um, it's still the blackest year ever. I don't care how nobody shake and bake that. Um, and we are becoming more active in um, what is happening to us, and and not just reactive but proactive. And I am right now moving into this story. Well, five players from the NFL are going to meet with members of Congress on issues related to race. Now, they were spearheaded, of course, by Colin Kaepernick's decision to not stand for the national anthem, Um, and there's been a lot of discussion around the NFL, you know, about players, and players have been decided to take more active roles in addressing these race issues. Um, Let's see who's all there, because it actually happened today. Um, Anquan Bolden from the Detroit Lions. Maybe I should get some people on the winning teams. Uh, Glover Quinn uh-uh. <laughs> from the Lions. They uh, on the winning the team. Bo- they on the winning side this time. We don't give them this, the This, this time, win. this is where you win because y'all is not winning in yeah. the league. Um, <laughs> I don't no game. not not a game. game. So win and win for your people, baby. Yes. Do something. <laughs> Browns quarterback Josh McCown, uh, and wide receiver Andrew Hawkins, the Eagles safety Malcolm Jenkins. All five of them uh are meeting with uh United States House of Re- Representatives to discuss these issues on race. The the intent is um to try to mend clothes fix whatever you can do, bridge this gap of mistrust between law enforcement and African-American communities. Good luck, fellas. Um, I just am very excited uh, at the movement. I prefer that we are more active and not uh, conversationalists around what everybody else is doing. I've said 50 million times everybody has an opinion, and opinions are like, you know, other parts of our bodies. We all have those but the, the the bottom line is, what are you doing? Um, I've had so many people talk about, yeah, I'm not voting, da, 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 da. And, and, and as I showed them the numbers and broke it down and have been breaking it down in random and so repetitious conversations uh, over the last week, you know, had you voted, the change that could have been made, you know, because um, less than half of the voters did not vote, and to be honest, and I'm just, and what I posed to them was this, half that half voted and voted in the way that they really thought, which was not these two parties. They could have changed the whole scape of everything. You could have just changed everything. If instead of opting out of voting, you actually did vote, you were the majority. The majority of Americans were non-voters. This year mm-hmm. So had you voted With what you wanted to vote You could have changed everything But you know 
again, I'm happy to see that we are becoming more proactive and in any way active um, in regards to standing up for our communities, our people, and the people that stand behind us. So this was very heartwarming to see that they decided to come together to make boss moves on behalf of the people who they know stand behind them. So it's pretty cool. What do you think about it, WB? You know, I I think that we've got um, – I think that this was a very, like I said, very telling election. And we definitely, I think, learned a lot. I think we learned a lot. So I think now all we've got, what we should do at this point is kind of like you, like you were trying to educate each other about how the system actually works. And we'll get into this a little bit more um, in the topic tonight, but we just don't get it. I don't think we get it. And so because we don't get it, um, we make certain decisions. Yeah, I'll leave it at that for now. Q, what do you think about this move? Okay, so you just because you're not a football fan <laughs> don't mean you shouldn't have nothing right. to say. Yeah. Girl, no, I'm over Hello. here just talking. I'm over here on you just yapping. I'm over here. Um, I think, but I <laughs> and ain't nobody heard nothing. <laughs> but um, no, what I'm saying, I think that this was a really good move. I think we, um, while everyone is in a rush to discuss, I really would, I would get excited about us in a rush to educate. Um, a lot of I, I totally co-sign what Wynn just said by way of we we don't really know what we're doing you know in a whole lot of ways and those that do in a in a, lo, a lot of the circles have been dismissed as part of the system good old boys oh they're too good they they're not down enough because they speak a language that's not one that you know the average person knows that's an asset in our particular situation so we have to begin to reach out to those people who speak different languages and work in different circles and start to learn how to translate that so that we all figure it out. But all of these discussions, because in a way I think it waters down the real purpose of what we're doing, if we get all of this attention, we pull all of these important people into these rooms and we don't have enough to say. Or we're not, and I'm not, and let me preface that with saying I'm not discounting any education that these men may have had going into this particular meeting. I'm saying no. in a rush in all no, of no. our in all of our forums, how we sit around and say, well, we need to talk to these people, we need to rally, we need to get together, we need to coalition, we need da 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 da, and we get all these people in these rooms, and we got all the, all of the attention, all of the people who are by even being there says a lot because those particular people don't have to. Even though we pay their salaries and all of that, and we could stand here all day and say, yeah, they should. But until, like Winna said, until our dollars start to demand that time, in this particular moment, they don't necessarily have to make that time. So when we get there, we have to be educated and have enough wherewithal in those conversations to think on our feet because it's not set up in our favor. So if we're just doing a couple talking points, and that's where our conversation stops, at that point we begin to water down the movement in, a, in totality. So we have to determine who our leaders are and have those people educate 
the, the masses and we get the plan and then follow suit with the plan. Because if we are all working in different circles and having different agendas and, you know, although they may all be important, it's scatterbrained and that's not taken seriously. But until we, you know, can educate ourselves and realize how that really works, then we can do something. And I, I, but I think if they are going in there and have a plan and have something to say, oh, yes, go and keep, keep it up. Yes. Because that's what's going to well, get more people to pay attention. What's interesting yeah. about this group, this is a diverse group. So you've got, you know, black and white people around this table um, representing mm-hmm. the lead. I think what the part that concerns me is, is this is this a kumbaya moment? You know, like, let's all, you know, get along and do what's best for the game moment, or is this a serious discussion about, racial injustice, about, you know, the disparities in um, police brutality and police, you know what I mean? Like, what's the, what is the, if this is a photo op, miss it, huh. miss me. But yep. if this is really an opportunity for us to to engage, my other, the other issue and other question I have is, why now? Um, yeah, like, why now? And how does this, you know, how does this transitioning um, administration have any real effect on what needs to happen. So again, not and I'm you not want, against. Are I, you really asking that question? Oh, I'm just saying I'm not saying, and I'm not saying they ask. shouldn't have done it. I'm saying that again, that at this point you have this is what November fifteenth, uh-huh. a, a month and a half. What are you going to do in a month and a half? So that's that's kind of again. I think it's great. I think it's great. It's a great conversation. Great needs to be. Great it definitely needs to be had. But and then the other part is, I'm like, I'm not being funny, but the names that you read are not your top tier names in the sport. They're influencers. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know they're not your Larry Fitzgeralds. Your you know um, you know even if you're looking at the the Lions, since you had a couple of players from there. You know, they're not the quarterback, the the Matthew Staffords, the you know those guys who are the face of the league, the Andrew Lux. So it makes it a little bit different, you know, to me as to what really is the objective of of what they're doing. Like I said, I'm not against it. I don't think it's a bad move. I think it's a great move um, because if these are like player reps for the team or player leaders for the, you know, then, then that's cool. Some of those names are leaders. Don't get me wrong. Um, Jenkins is a leader on his team. He's a pro. He's been around for years. He's been active um, in this movement since um, since it started, but but what? <laughs> so again, it's just a, it's just it's just interesting to see. Okay, now what? Now what? What do we do next? So so I'm actually you know I'm one of the people that's actually hoping that after this um, whole presidential thing, I'm interested to see what 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 President Obama does next. You know, mm-hmm. Because pretty much the sky is the limit. Like he could easily go back to, you know, retired life, or he can go back and you know be really effective in certain areas. You know, um, where he now knows the system and really makes some changes. So I'm interested to see what he does. I'm very interested to see what he does. I don't think he's like he to work. I don't think what? so either. I think we about to. I, I said. I said not like he has to work again. 
You know, he ain't got. He don't have to go back to University of Chicago and teach law school. He don't have to. No, but he could definitely go back and teach law school and be super effective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he could. In, in he teaching could people the ins and, and outs of the political system right. as well. True, but he could also go back and teach high school and teach. Huh. You know what I mean? And be a you know, or be a high school. And again, catch him like before it's time for him to yeah. Yeah, because there's a whole lot. It's a whole different you know crowd of people at university. You know, for those of you guys who aren't familiar, University of Chicago is a very you know uh, upper level Ivy League school almost. It's not almost. It's not Ivy League school, but it's it's pretty darn close. And the law school is very difficult to get into. That's a different. That's a different mm-hmm. level of person that you're dealing with. Then if you go to, for those of you who are from Chicago, you know, a CVS or a, you know, Kenwood, mm-hmm. Curie, a Kenwood, or, you know, or even Hyde Park Academy. You know what I mean? Those are, that's a totally different, you know, type of person that you can run into. So, again, I'm not saying he got to do, do whatever he wants, but it's just, I'm just interested to see what he does with all of this, this access and information because, again, you know, he, he ain't got to work. Mm-hmm. Ain't got to work another day in the Not life. at all. So, so I know Michelle is giving him the super side eye. Like you better sit your ass down somewhere. Be real still. For real, <laughs> she already made that real super clear. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care if you can vote like for you, you get through. to have yep. a third <laughs> term. It's over with. My daughter grew up in the White House. We've done enough. Yeah. Move on. Yep. Like for real. Yeah. And we are done. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a cool position. To, it's a you know what I mean. Like think about it. Like what would you do if you could do anything? You know, if the limitations were not were not were not your like you didn't have limits in terms of what you know what I mean like because money is not an issue. So you don't have to worry about feeding your family. It's just I can do what what my heart wants to do. What would you do? So. You know, they didn't have plenty of walks or plenty love and basketball moments in the, on the court in the middle of the night at the White House talking it out. Can you imagine? Yeah. I wonder how they work through their issues. I, I don't know why I have that kind of image of them in my head. Like, you know, they put their tennis shoes and sweats on and go out and just like, let's just play it out. I see that in my head. I'm a romantic. Don't judge me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm just like, you know, they have however they feel. I, oh, I so am. I totally own it. I absolutely am. Um, but I just could, you know, I can only imagine the way that they discuss that because their experience has been, that experience in itself is like stupid unique, but they are the first to ever do it. And then to do it like they've done it. So to know that the world is your oyster, but then in a world, in a way you kind of over the world right now, you know what I mean? So that's a, that is a balance there that, you know, it's kind of that, that's, not a one and done type of conversation because I would be so through with the U.S. right now. Like I would be so cool on us. Yeah. Like in general, black folks, mm-hmm. yeah. pink people, purple people. Like I would be cool on people. My friend of the island with my jet yeah. that can take me where I want to go. I'm and, straight yeah. on all that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's I, been I a hope, a dream, and an aspiration for me for years. I would I would definitely at least take a break for a while, you know, like you got one daughter going to college and another, you know, that's pretty darn close. So I would definitely like take off a year. You know, like I'm not doing nothing for the next year. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Don't look for me. Don't Get call this one graduated. Don't, you know, yeah, yeah, don't don't do nothing. Let me let me alone 
Hey. That's what I got. Let me loan you. On that note. So, yeah. 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 I ain't tripping. I ain't mad about it. I'm just, I'm praying for the best. That's all I can say. That being said, we all born to win. Ain't that right? <laughs> so we're going to yeah. listen to this track um, by oh, BJ shit. McKenzie. Mm, no, we're not. Did you say, oh, no, shit? We're not. We ain't listening to that? No. That's not what's going to happen. He was like, oh. So you, uh, did you take the so you that's that? what you're going to do. <laughs> that, that's, that's really how you're feeling. You're just going to put me, you know what? You better um, inbox me. <laughs> so, what are you listening to, Wynn? Let her inquire about it. She needs to know. Where, where are we getting that? Sweet bitch, I'm to the end. My bad. Oh, we're going to do, do slow jams by Cash King real quick. We're going to do that one. We're great, man. All right. I'll take it. Oh, he's there.
That was the Cash King Slow Jams. I like that song. All right, so let's go ahead and jump off into into this topic. You got a cue? Or do I have it? That's you. I'm all over the place. I'm all so over the place. You put me on punishment this week. Uh, I did I put you on? Did I? Yeah, I'm not nowhere yes, near on this agenda, but that's okay. No. I'll take this break. You got it. Go ahead. No, ain't no break. I'll post it. Ain't no break. Did I do that? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> I swear I didn't mean so to do that. I, mm-hmm. I thought yes, I put right. you on. I thought I put you. No, no, I did not do that. No. Nope, you no. did not. Nope, you sure it's did okay. not. I'll forget. I forget. I said, is Keela not okay this week? What's yeah. going on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was on punishment. Oh, I thought I did something. Mm-hmm. My bad. Mm-hmm. My bad. Mm-hmm. All right. So this week's topic we're talking about has the um, how does the current political system affect black families? Um, what we what I wanted to talk about and what I think what we should talk about is obviously. You got a new administration coming in, but not just the new administration, even um, current policy, current the current way the system is uh, functioning. Is this um, something that is that that we are that's helping us? How does it affect us? And of course, what can we do about it? Because um, yeah, so that's kind of what I want to talk about tonight. So I, I'm yeah. gonna kick it off by asking this question to uh, to Keisha. Do you? How do you think that this current political system affects black families? Okay. Well, hold on. Let me bring it down to nonsense. <laughs> black, the current political system, because we are yet under Obama, um, affects families in many, many ways, um, from the healthcare initiative to the education initiative to the fact that my child has more options despite how people try to criticize. My child has more options for lunch than he had eight years ago Um, and healthier options at that. So it it affects kind of that type of stuff on a minute level, but on a large scale, um, when we're talking about taxes and gas prices, Nine years ago, we were looking at $5 a gallon for gas. So all of these things are affected. And and when you look at it like that, you have to think, if we were still on that $5 road, mm-hmm. it would affect the finances of the household to the point that it would be impossible to be a one-income mm-hmm. one household. The amount of homeless people that we have in this country would at least double, if not triple, because how could you make a house payment when it costs you as much as you make to get to and from work? I guess so. Amen. Um, uh. When you deal with, when you look at the the the, the politics behind um, having sick days, the FMLA, FMLA acts, the the basic mm-hmm. minimum wage, um, all of that affects every household, black, white, Puerto Rican, or Haitian, baby, all of us, mm-hmm. you know. And when we are not paying attention to the legislature that's coming across the board because we expect for people to uphold their word, you can't expect your man to be faithful all the time if you're not married. 
Um, so how can you possibly expect somebody who has a campaign to put up a front in order to get elected um, to keep their word when you're not on them? You know, and I think that being more consciously aware as a people can change that, you know. But every single decision that they make has an effect on us in some way. You know, as women, on as far as abortion and, and being able to um, actually retain your job when you leave for maternity leave and, you know, because a lot of jobs are scurvy like that. You leave on that 90-day uh-huh. maternity leave. They change the whole system. So when you come back, you have about two weeks before you really get fired because they can say that you're not doing your job correctly. I mean, it, there are so many things that we take for granted because we are assuming that these people that we vote in are upholding their word. But they have no reason to if we are not holding them accountable with our dollars and our vote. So, yeah, it affects us tremendously. Did that answer your question? Okay. Okay. Yep. Yep. Q, what do you think? I believe I co-sign everything Keisha just said as far as how it affects our households as far as finances and then our dynamic, um, especially in the one versus two income households. Um, That's was major, especially in my personal situation, gas to get back and forth to work, expensive, especially if you're not right around the corner, you know, from your job or in a situation where, you know, you have the two the two vehicles to you go here, I go there, this, that, or the, you know, sometimes it costs more to you to get to your job, me to get to my job, we have to get the babies here, do this, that, you know, those types of things. Um, the cost of daycare comes into play, those types, you know, all kinds of things come into play, and those are taken – those programs are often, are not often, are almost always governed um, by our government. So when we pay attention to those things, it matters. And as far as the relationships are concerned, um, I feel that it causes tension, and sometimes it's underlying. We will end up, because we, when we can't control a situation and we're frustrated about a situation, it can affect our relationships because then we start to nitpick about the things that we can control the small things that we may not even pay any attention to because we're frustrated at life. In general, we're now making a big deal out of the things that we normally wouldn't at all because this is the thing that I can somewhat feel like I can control or complain about and could possibly invoke some type of change. So I think that's the, the those are the minor, not the minor, but those are the things that are happening within the home that becomes frustrating. Um, I can only imagine after the whole the, the bus conversation came out during this past campaign the conversations that happen between men and women, you know, <clears throat> I mean, husbands and wives behind closed doors. A lot of women were able to find out what their husbands really think about the whole man-woman thing because your woman is different than all the rest of the women. You know what I'm saying? And that's how, that's just mm-hmm. our natural way of dealing with things. You know, our people are, you know, those are my people. They're not those people. So, you know, my mm-hmm. wife, no, certain wives have never heard their husbands say a cross word about a woman or even curse. You know, there are some these deep, deep southern men will knock the hell out of you if you say damn in front of their wives because they feel you have totally mm-hmm. disrespected them. But let them wives leave the room and all bets are off. You know, you will have some things that will make you want to go hide under the table when you hear some of these men speak. So, to, and then when politics are involved and the husband is sitting here and the wife is there and she hears it and she's clutching her pearls and he's like, I ain't really tripping about that. You know, those are the types of conversations. And she's looking at her husband like, who are you? What do you mean, wife? 
are they tripping mm-hmm. about that? Those those mm-hmm. types of um, conversations and dis- sometimes disagreements may happen. Um, a lot of women found out uh, that they weren't as bothered by some things that we were supposedly programmed to be bothered by also. And a lot of husbands saw some different things in their wives. I don't think it was, um, I can't even say that. Let me not say that because I was shocked about a whole, you know, the whole way it, it ended up was, it was a twist and turn the whole way. So I won't even go that far to say that. But I just think we learned a lot about each other um, in our home mm-hmm. and especially in the black community when this, when this came out, because there were quite a few black men who voted for Trump as well. So, yep. you know, it, it, it was just, yes, just were. a lot was found out in this one, I think. Yes, it was. That doesn't affect the law. <laughs> that, that does not yeah. affect the law. Yeah. I think that we are, we are, um, I think that one of the things that we've got to realize <clears throat> is that someone, somebody said it very eloquently. They said that the system was not created for us. And actually, agree, I agree. Um, to an extent, the, the system was created for um, people who are wealthy and people, wealthy people, business people, and people who own land. Mm-hmm. And because of our position in this, that's been in the political system the entire time, I don't think we've ever um, really had a shot at understanding the benefits. The other part of it is that the system was not created um, with a I'm trying to say this how, no, I'm going to say it. The system was cre- not created to be morally right. It's the system. Mm. And so I think we expect a certain level of morality that's not there and then we get bitten by it and then wonder why. Mm-hmm. So one example I, I, would be yeah, one example would be Look at the at the at the tax code. I mean, the way the tax code is written, you know, it is it benefits again wealthy people. It benefits landowners, and it benefits people who have businesses. Um, the bankruptcy laws they benefit the same group. You know, what I mean, the same group of people like this, and we don't know how to play in that system. So I think the problem is part of the biggest issue is because as, as as a community, we never learn how to how to function or how to play in that system. That we get ate up a lot, a lot, um, and and the effects of that are crippling because we understand, as to what, what you guys were alluding, what you ladies were alluding to, that if we are financially um, struggling, then that creates a dynamic that creates a tension, you know, where we'll do whatever we have to do to make it, and we know that in areas of poverty. You usually are going to have higher crime. You're going to have higher divorce rates. You're going to have higher rates of incarceration. You're going to have lower credit scores. You're going to have lower property values. You know, you're going to have people, typically a class of people who are workers, blue-collar workers um, or low-wage workers. And all of that creates, again, uh, a system of chaos. And we've kind of just been stuck in that mode for a while. We're emotional about it because we are rarely on the winning side of it. So when we're emotional, we don't convert that to action. We just convert it to emotion, complaining. That's where we get the the uproar. That's why it can the hashtags can come and go so quickly 
because it's emotion filled. It's like the grieving process. That's why we keep posting the grieving process when things like this happen because it's a phase that we go through because it's emotion based until we feel personally connected to it and vested in it, it. We don't act on it. And only while it's still raw, do we act. And once the rawness goes away, we either remain go back into what we were doing or we wait for the next, you know, raw moment to happen. And I think whereas yeah. the people who know, yeah, the people who know the game know that that's a part of it. That's the role and the, that's the role with the punches part of it, not necessarily to the extent of lives being taken, but to the fact that every bill that goes up doesn't always win. Every time that you propose, you know, every political race that you run, you don't always win. You keep coming back and you play the game and you make the allies and you move, you know, those types of parts where the get back comes back doesn't, we don't always connect to that. And I think because we are so emotional, we are so passion filled as people, that's where we miss that there has to be more connection there. But because it's so often our experience has been negative that is where we don't have the experience of the win it's it's able it's easy to say you can roll with the punches when at some point you're the one throwing the punches but if at no point you're ever in the position to throw a punch it's hard to tell the person don't roll with the punches like bruh uh what's that doing for me you know what i mean so that's kind of where i think we lose we um, lose our steam because it's frustrating that's hard and that's not even like saying that's not even speaking badly about it that's just saying we have to recognize that default and find a way to feel it and understand that the reason why this is happening this way is due to lack of knowing how to play this game so let's learn the game so that we can stop getting knocked around like this sorry go ahead my bad no no, no I agree. the other part of which i think that in, in in all of what we're saying if you think about it so let's let's back it up to how this affects the, how it affects the family I mean, if you think about it um um, how many uh, was um, how many of us? If you think about our our most of our upbringing, um, we grew up in scenarios or in houses where anytime money was brought up, it, it became tense um, because mm-hmm. usually the conversation about money um, was about not having it, and so yeah. that created a, a level of tension and which creates a level of stress. Um, which anytime people try to communicate um, through stress. They always miscommunicate, which then creates, um, you know, resentment and anger and, you know, I mean, other feelings, other negative feelings. And so, like, once again, and we grow up in that. And so we grow up where we understand um, that if, you know, that if, if when Dan gets his paycheck, he's going to be the nicest guy in the world. But that couple of days before the pay period when he doesn't have any money, he's going to be really angry. So let it leave him huh. alone. You know, or we grow up, you know, with saying saying things to one another, um, like, you know, uh, like cut off the cut off the lights, you know, making sure you cut off the lights because you can't wear, you ain't gonna run out my my heat bill, you ain't gonna run, you ain't gonna run my light bill, um, or you know, walk, put you ain't got on enough clothes, um, and and put on some more, you know, what I mean, just like we say certain things that again that are not necessarily all bad, but they create again. Un, they create a level of stress and a level of tension and a level of anxiety that ultimately when anybody lives in that scenario for a long time, it's going to have a negative effect on your psychological uh, health. Mm-hmm. And so you don't get to relax. You, don't, you, you literally go from 
you know, one stressful environment to another stressful environment, and you're constantly in survival mode. And what happens when a person, I mean, Takesha, you, you, this is your area. What happens to a person who is always in survival mode? Well, you never make progress because you're afraid. You know, when you are in survival mode all the time, you scratching and scraping all the time, you know, and mm-hmm. to to scratch and scrape all the time, you never are going to invest or make the moves it takes for that, that, that little bit of scrap that you got to become mm-hmm. more. You know, um, yep. that's that's really like the poverty mindset. Period. Important. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. it it just is because you you always looking to see the next, not even the next big thing, but the next hustle on you. So you can't uh-huh. trust people. You can't. Um, and, and trust is a, a foundation for the connections need to make progress, period. So if you if you are in survival mode all the time, if you feel like I just gotta live, I just gotta live to the next day, you are not planning for the future. There's yeah. no way mm-hmm. to plan if you feel like you are not going to make it. You know, and so that that cuts us short. It it, it just I mean, cuts you think short. About it, this, it prevents you from doesn't, doing. Doesn't it. that also? But doesn't that also create a scenario where you are almost where after a while of being in um in stressful, tense, battle-like scenarios over time creates the same mental issues um, that PT that a person who has PTSD does. And I would oh, add, if we if we really if we really probably actually analyze most African Americans, then most African Americans in this country probably suffer from some type some varying degree of PTSD, whether it be a very mild case or very severe case because again we constantly looking are looking for you know looking for a fight like you said we don't trust one another we don't trust each other everybody's out to get us um, we can't rest properly and then when you can't and you know, when you get when your money ain't right you don't sleep good and then when you don't mm-hmm. sleep good you can't your body can't properly recover and then when you can't properly recover then you know your your thought your thinking is not strong. When your thinking is not right then you make bad decisions, you know, on yeah. and then you're constantly in the hustle and bustle of trying to make ends meet. And so what do you do? Now you go and you go to the grocery store and you buy the cheapest thing possible, which is then box of the 99-cent oatmeal cream pies that taste so uh, deliciously delicate but are terrible for the uh, <laughs> cholesterol and for, for your diabetes. You know, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? And so then you, so you make bad decisions in that area. So it's like a terrible cycle that because, again, we don't know how to properly – we don't know how to take advantage of the of the system um, because we don't have a real place in the in the political system that we're constantly stuck. Mm-hmm. We're constantly stuck, and yeah. I think that that we have to acknowledge that we have to acknowledge that and say, okay, how do we fix this? You know, and I, I, I literally I posed the question to a group uh, over the weekend. I said, so you know, everybody all. Uh, you know, leading up to this, everybody's concerned with the lesser of two evils. That's really all mm-hmm. you heard. And I was waiting, and, and I wait because in order for me to properly speak on things, I must observe them first. I was waiting to see at what point our people would come together and realize what it took to develop your own party. Right. 
it's not as hard as we think. Exactly. Um, But because nobody is doing the research to uh, pay attention to that, it's not being discussed. And I'm not going to lie. When we rely on um, social media that we don't own to convey our message, the it may have been out there, but the person's Facebook account was happily shut down for that thirty day <laughs> Facebook jail period. You understand what I'm saying? Something <laughs> right or forever, true that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we have to be a little more, again, active. That whether it's proactive or reactive. If this state is reaction, because you've seen what having a two-party system can present you with. Mm-hmm. Um, and and just gaining better understanding that we have to work, and I've always been an advocate for working from the inside out. Do what it takes to get into the system so that you can work it from the inside out. There's absolutely nobody standing outside of my job who can work my job. But when you hire it in and you work here, we have to hear you at the meetings. We have to pay attention to what you say because you are here with the director and the head and the president of the company. Whereas you standing outside, you about to have the police come and get you and escort you off my property because you don't belong here. Mm-hmm. That's how, I mean, and if we start to think of it more like that, the inside out versus the outside banging on the walls, we can make a lot more progress that way. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, 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 I don't understand why we fail to research. We have become this old Burger King, not even that. I don't even know what you call this. It's like if it ain't quick and easy, I don't want to do it. Like your yeah. whole I wonder what we did before social media. Yeah, yeah. You know, look because in a book. For, for for anything for us to for anything that we collectively as um, a people choose to do with our families, with our children, with our baby's education, with our education, our money is not going to be something that's going to be able to be organized via any type of social media platform. So I think when we first stop posting and start figuring out or not even figuring out, going back to the ways that we used to communicate. Like, there were ways to communicate with our brothers and sisters and our family and and friends before social media, where everybody and their mama could see, or all of a sudden a glitch can make this, that, or the other thing public all of a sudden, or your privacy things that nobody reads. I know, you know, we have began, began to read them, which is why a lot of us don't have certain apps and things like that on our phones, but the privacy agreement things, the terms and conditions that we blindly agree to on these apps and things are allowing they're 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 not <laughs> they're not conducive to us being effective in making any type of change. So when we stop mm-hmm. talking so much and start broadcast stop broadcasting plans, then we can be more effective. But we are so tied to, we are so connected to this matrix of everybody needs to see how effective I'm being. We are not being effective at anything. It is a show at this point. And we, we, because we are so thirsty for a leader, everyone is auditioning in front of everybody to be the leader. And leaders do work. 
and we're too busy posting to do the work. So that's kind of where I think we need that. That's one of the frustrating points that I see. And because I have yet to figure out where my, you know, I think I, I work in my small circles and do the things that I can within, you know, the people that I can reach out and touch. But on a large scale, I, I, I'm, I'm at a loss as to what I can do. So in that regard, I don't say a whole lot. But there's plenty of people who, are, who don't feel like I do and are happy to take that position. And I think if we are more willing to take a step back and allow leaders to do them and take that direction, we can go a lot further because all of our, the family dynamic, our, our, our money, our um, businesses, our communities, all of this is so important. It's so, it's so much bigger than even working that system. It's a, it's a matter of when you say, I'm totally behind creating this, a new system for us. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, and it, we just, we talk too much. We talk. Like, you know, and I'm not against here, here, I'm not, everybody. I'm, not, I'm not against the conversation. I think mm-hmm. that the problem with the the problem with the conversation. Excuse me, the problem is number one, it always stops that conversation, like the teacher said. Yeah. But number two, I think we've got to realize that the conversation is just the first part of it. So I mean, yeah. three of us are mm-hmm. all business. We're all business owners, so we understand. You know, we understand this, but I think we got to get. We have to get people to the place where we understand that it's about execution. And at some point, we've got to say this: that number one, these are the things that are going to make us, that are going to help us as a collective. And instead of trying to um, one up each other in the process of becoming, uh, because I don't think every, I think everybody thinks they want to be a leader, but I don't think ninety-nine mm-hmm. percent of the people really want to. Mm-hmm. Lead. I think they want a voice, and so yeah. so the conversation gives people a voice. Um, but nobody, but like some ninety nine percent of people don't want to be in the room to make a tough decision. They don't want to do that. If 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 they if they really had to be the type of person to make the real decision to determine whether or not um, people made money or didn't make money, people could possibly die versus and people. You know what I mean? People don't want to make that decision. They just want to sit oh. and talk about it. And even in our personal life, exactly. that's why now, that's why now, even now in my in our in my personal life, when people come and present, you know, present problems to problems, my first reaction now is to push it back to them and give to make them give you a solution. And if they can't give you a solution, then you really shouldn't uh, open your mouth and try to verbalize the problem. Because you're not helping me. Like, you're not helping. Can you me make a meme for that? Yeah, you're right there. <laughs> you're not. You just if you don't have a solution, shut easy. up about your problem. Just shut up. It's real easy. It's real easy to sit back. I mean, think about it. I can sit back right now and tell you what Jay Cutler should do. But the truth of the matter is, I barely start. I barely look. The only reason I started on my freshman quarterback, uh, I was starting quarterback on my freshman uh, football team in high school, was because the dude in front of me got pulled up to the sophomore team. Otherwise, I'd have been on the B. I'd have been the. I was the B team starting quarterback. So how I'm gonna tell Jay Cutler who's in NFL what he's supposed to do? Yeah, that's what most of us have reduced ourselves to. We reduced ourselves to Monday morning quarterbacking about something that we really have no idea about and refuse to take the time to learn or to support or when somebody actually tries to build something. We won't listen. We'll just sit there and, and critique them the whole time. Yep. Yeah. But that's what always happens. 
whenever we have somebody who attempts to possibly try to lead, we tear them down before they can even get up to, like, the first step they take on that incline. We at their heels. What you think you're doing? Where you think you're going? Why you think you're doing that? You ain't no better than me. Why you going up the stairs? You shouldn't be going up the stairs. You up the stairs. Why you up the stairs? You ain't no bad. Come back down the stairs. Your hair fake. Your makeup don't look good. I mean, for real. We literally nitpick with each other to the point that it's like, you know what? Forget this because I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this for you. And you won't even let me get up here so I can show you how to get up here, too. It's just, yeah. it is so sad. And so that's when, yeah. like, just but. like you said, the post-traumatic <clears throat> stress disorder, baby, when that woman, there was a, I can't think of her name. I'm going to look her up real fast. But she has a, um, and I know we all, you know, kind of like, no, no, it's not post-traumatic slave syndrome, baby. When I tell you, do a little research. Okay, okay. Uh, for real, Dr. Joy McGroy, uh, Joy DeGroy, 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 there it is, because mm-hmm. I can't pronounce that. That just, I don't know, I don't know. D-E-G-R-U-Y, okay? Yes, she would have to pronounce mm-hmm. herself. But to be honest, there is some truth to that, because it's not just stress. Because anybody can be stressed out. But when you attack the very fiber of my being, something that I I have absolutely no control over, and then in order to cope with that attack, I had to change my own perception of self. And then to even cope further, I had to succumb to systems that were built to destroy me. And then everything about me became a criminal act. Then everything that... I tried to do, you broke it, or you bombed it just to prove that you could. It's far more, you know what I'm saying, than just stress. And you would never know it unless you had the slave ancestry. It's more than stress. Although the the solutions that they have found for post-traumatic stress disorder may assist But it is way more than that. We really have to not just change how we see ourselves, how we see this world, but it's impossible to do when we're still living under some of the same laws and same systems that existed when we were slaves. Those things, a lot of them have not changed. And they are still used against us in the court of law. And so how do we deal Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I I feel you completely. But I'm wondering, like, what do we, because what what we're speaking on, because that's just kind of how we do, like you said, we're we're action-driven people. How can we, on the scale of our home lives and in our relationships, how are we able to govern ourselves in such a way that while we are in the change, while we are um, building and growing and, you know, educating ourselves and all of those things that are necessary to deal with outside of our four walls, what are we doing on the inside that is helping to maintain us during the fight on the outside? Because, you know, we all go into our jobs, we all go into our social circles where, 
this homegirl, you know, the, like you said, when you're going up the stairs, where we kind of pick each other apart. Those are each, those are individual struggles on a day-to-day in all types of different arenas. You know what I mean? And it could be sometimes mm-hmm. as different as which door we're literally walking into. So, you know, those mm-hmm. types of things get to be a lot when you come back into the place that's supposed to bring you peace. So, yep. in and, and earlier today I shared with you all a um, – an article that I saw on <laughs> three ways to navigate social media on post-election, but I think it's really important that the, the things um, that were, that were stated, there was one in particular that got me. It's go where you're celebrated, not tolerated, and then relax, exactly. relate, release. So in a way, yes, on social media, don't, don't stalk the pages of the people that you know have the the speech that makes your skin crawl and have you having to walk away from your desk because you're cussing your your phone out. You know what I mean? Like, those are not the people that you need to be engaging with at this particular time. Go where you're celebrated and not tolerated. But within your home, you know, you kind of have to realize that that should be that place. And whatever happens outside of this, outside of here, we can come here to de-escalate. We put it out there. But at this point, we're now building each other back up. Where homegirl broke you down in the, in the, in the office meeting and, told, you know, brought up, brought up every time you didn't necessarily have this, that, or the other thing, and it made you feel this way, I'm now going to pour back into you all the ways that you are prepared, the way that you keep us prepared in our home, the way, you know what I'm saying, vice versa. You know, I know that homeboy at the job did this for you today, but, you know, I appreciate you going out into that job and dealing with what you're dealing with because it's, it matters to us. You know what I mean? Those types of things, those types of conversations can't get overlooked because we're so caught up in our bubbles of what happened to me as an individual, because that's where I think we, we restore our peace and we're looking for it in social media. We should not be looking to our friends and followers to fill the void that's been literally removed. You know what I mean? Like when you're out in the world, mm-hmm. like there, it, it, it feels physical. You come home and you're physically drained. You have a physical depletion. So when you go, when you log back into the very thing that could very could possibly be the thing that's depleting you, thinking that now, now because I'm off, I'm doing hard air quotes right now, because I'm off, uh, I'm going to now be filled with fun and it's going <laughs> to fill up my cup. That's not how that works. You know what I'm saying? Because nope. you're going to, because it's just how we're programmed, we're going to scroll on back to that. The notification is still going to come from the post that you were driving you crazy earlier this morning. The stop, the stop notifications does not always work. Trust me. I know. It does not always work. So those things come back, and then you're now you're back in that circle. So now you're snappy and pissed off about something, and your wife comes in or your husband comes in having a regular conversation. You're like, what? What did you just say? Uh, I don't know. Like now you're all frustrated and anxiety stricken and, and, and all worked up over something that has completely nothing to do with your household. And and there is there is oh, value baby. in an un in an in an unplug. You know what I mean? So there you know, and and we we need to really, really understand that. There is a there is value in the unplug and tuning back into what's happening like right in front of you. And yeah. I think that's one of the, the first steps that we can take because there's a lot of power right there within our homes. We choose the people that we are with for 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 for, our, for reasons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I think we're really we're really too busy showing each other off to everyone to really forget what we saw in each other in the first place. It's not for everybody else to see why you're with a person, but it's when you start to forget why you're with them is when you start to lose touch. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and oh, shucks. The King Teddy hey, hey. in the building. Don Teddy. Hello. Oh, how's it going? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. How's it going? Mm-hmm. So what we talking is? We're we talking, we talking about how the political system uh, affects our families. How? Yeah. <laughs> A lot. A whole lot. I mean, I don't know. Oh, Lord. I guess, well, I don't know, man, because, you know, I always say if you have reason, I'll listen to you. Like if you're making sense and it's not just a a a, 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 a we black rant, you know what I mean? Because we're starting to get good at the we black rant and like it's cool and all, but at the same time, if it doesn't end with a solvent, then to me it's just a rant. Having said that, you know, I've seen a few people do the rant and I've seen a, a few people have like some concrete thought and reasoning behind stuff so i'm kind of in the middle on what the government genuinely is doing to us because i don't have all the facts on what other uh ethnicities are doing outside of the government and still thriving while you know my people are kind of codependent upon the government because i guess we believe that that's what makes everything work so either a we aren't educated to the point where you know we know more or we know enough and aren't getting enough done out of knowing it you know what i mean so, great segue great segue let me let's let's you just so let's 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 just add so you don't understand or necessarily know what others are doing here here's yeah not here's sure. what i think that what we miss let's think about it like this every great let's let's first of all let's let's dissect like I said, what this what this system is, the system, and what the currency of the system. So the currency of this system right now is what would you say? What gets things done in this current system that we have? Money. Money. Okay. So the so you need so you need money. We would all, we would agree that the way that the way to to do that is my and now if you don't have money, think about it in your personal life. If you don't have money, then what do you need? What's another way if you don't have money? Friends, lots and lots of influence. friends with money, power, influence, and friends. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Influence in, this, in in the in well, okay. Let's call let's 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 throw credit in there. We can throw credit. In I there. know that ain't your favorite word, but look, you got to have dislike credit. credit. I don't I don't dislike credit. So let's just say that that's so we need money, we need influence, we need credit. Or now, or not what even you just said funny. we need I'm asking access. you for real. Are credit and money the same? It can be. It no. Depends. See, it, dep- she it, it depends. Because no. I'm with her. I don't think so. Credit is my name. I could throw my name on the block. I could be broke as a joke, but I could throw my name on the block because ain't nobody credit, gave me reason, a chance with money. Here is why I say that credit it depends, because because if credit is something that you are using to create wealth, again I'm not a fan of credit. I'm not. I, I make that known, but I think that in certain scenarios that it makes sense, and so it has to be a situation where it makes sense. Um, is why why I say that. Um, but 
even in the sense of whether if you don't have if you don't have money, then you can you need what you were saying was you need either money, you need um, access or leverage. And I'm saying that credit can be leveraged depending on what you're using it for. So that's why I say it really just depends. Um, the problem is we use credit the wrong way. We use credit to buy things that are depreciating. So that really doesn't make sense because now you're paying a premium for something that's going to make you less money, that you're going to get less from. So that's that's the problem. Um, but but we don't have any of those. <laughs> we don't have any of those. So to Sha- so, but so to Shaquille's point, yeah, you can. You, we can. Uh, yeah, we definitely have to be present, which is which is I think a huge part in building the relationships. You do have to be present. But you can't be present in a home that's always tense and that's always um, hyper-stressful. So we've got to Mm -hmm. figure out a way to say, as a family, we are going to put ourselves in the best position um, that we can leverage the currency of this economy. And the currency of the economy, we all agree, is cash, it's leverage, it's access, So, which is the three things that you all just said that we don't have any. So what we can do in our own families is we can create environment, we can create an environment where our credit is good, where we are building wealth, cash, and where we are surrounding ourselves with influential people who we can build community with to be able to in mass number affect change or get access to the places or people that we need to. So we I say, like that. okay, in the, in the Takesha home, in the booth house, we're going to make sure that we, have, we don't have debt, because if we have debt, then that puts us in a position where we're constantly having to make, you know, make decisions, and like we talked about earlier, be stressful, constantly trying to figure, you know, make decisions based upon money instead of making decisions based, or excuse me, survival instead of wealth building. So once we eliminate that, now we can say, okay, I have leverage because, A, I have access to money. And so if I have access to money, your money can be a form of credit. So you can either give leverage, which gives you leverage. You catch that? So if I have money, that gives me leverage because now I can go into certain places and I have access because I have the resources, I have the money to say, you're going to let me in. Huh. Yep. Because I got money. And if you even have, here's, here's the, what's interesting, if you have enough money, you don't have to have good credit because your money is the credit. Because you can say, well, I have a 400 credit score, but I got $10 million. Uh-huh. Oh, well, okay, here, let me Cash go. money right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. And okay, so we don't have that. Let's just say we don't have any of those. We then can back take another step back and say, okay, but you have a skill set that you can leverage in order to get money. So whatever your skill set is, whatever it is, you have to learn. We have to become excellent in it. So whatever our children are really good at, which, by the way, Keisha, I saw your um, I saw your post about Sean, and I, I lit up, um, and that was mm-hmm. that when you see when you see what, what what we see what our children are good at when we see what we're good then we teach them how to leverage their skill set to build wealth. That's how yeah. we were in our in our houses. 
I've been working on it. And so that's a low mm-hmm. question for you, girl. Yeah. I guess so, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I guess. I, mean, I, mean, I get it, it, it but it's, it's just, hard. you know, I prefer. It's hard. I don't, I don't, I get the, 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 it, that's more along the lines of it takes money to make money kind of thought, you know? Absolutely. Um, uh, it, it, yes and no, it does. It does. It yeah, creates, money it don't money. make no money either. It takes, here's what, it takes money to create, to get to a certain, it does, but it doesn't take a whole lot of money in this economy, in this system that we have, not the economic system, but in the business system that we have, it doesn't necessarily take money to make money. It takes, again, it takes, if you don't have money, you have to have leverage. Or you have to, ha- and then leverage could mean you have to have a skill set and be good, at exceptional, exceptional at the skill set where somebody needs it. And put yourself in position where somebody will pay you for it. And that takes work. That takes time. That takes patience. That takes hustle. That takes, you know, everything that we don't necessarily want to do. And because as we get older, because a lot of us haven't figured this out till, you know, 30, we think that we have to rush and do some things because we've made some decisions previously that make us say we got to do something. Like we got to do something. I'm going to lose my car. We're going to do something. I'm going to lose my house. I got to do something. And now we're back in that same chaotic scenario that we were talking about earlier. So it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Because you're retraining your whole thought process and then teaching that as you're growing to your children. That's been, I know my personal thing, I don't, I know that I've had to learn how to manage money. And it goes totally against everything in me. It's so crazy. I go and spend money and then guilt trip myself like, now, you know, good and damn well, you do not need to spend that money. But, you know, that type of thing. (laughs) So as I've gotten older, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. You know what I mean? It's just stupid. But I do it. You know what I mean? So as I've gotten older, I've had to realize, just don't go spend the money. You know what I'm saying? Wait and 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 figure out a plan. So when you do even have a random retail therapy moment, you've already taken care of what you need to take care of and allotted for your crazy. You know what I'm saying? There's a there's a you have to have a method to everything that you do so that it can make sense to you. So that I don't beat myself up crazy at the end of the day. You know, but I know that <laughs> growing up, my mom would say, "You give Shaquilla a dollar, it's gonna burn a hole in her pocket." You know, that is that is the me that I came here with. But I realize that I've had to go into motherhood and just adulthood, doing life. You can't live life that way. And it, you do have to reteach yourself. And then I have to learn from that and teach my children that. So to do that on a small scale in your family and then to be able to go out and feel comfortable enough to have those conversations with your peers, to even know who to do your building with and to build your community, you know what I mean? Like that in itself is another taboo subject. Not, not once we have the once I can feel comfortable enough to have it with the person that I'm actually doing it with, husband, wife, you know, about whatever your situation might be. Now, when you speak about your next piece of community building and going out and, and actually making a, a impact in large numbers, we have to then be able to have those conversations with each other. I have to allow you in to a certain degree of what my situation is, what I'm doing, where I'm at, so that we can even determine how we can help each other leverage and gain access to the next level of where we're going as a people. So there's a lot of um, conditioning that has to be broken and reformed and and all of that within how we do each other. 
um, relate relations wise. That's always so funny. You you bring the money and then here I come with the the. They do. They go hand in hand. If, if mm-hmm. you think about, like I said, relations. I don't care what anybody says. Not that it's perfect, but relationships are a whole lot easier when money ain't is not the issue. Like we can get, you know, once we get past that, it's like okay, we can, yeah. you know. You know, it makes the How do you lot, feel lot other than broke now? How do you feel? Yeah. <laughs> now that we don't that go right. broke anymore, how do we feel? Because <laughs> before it's just I'm broke. I don't feel stressed. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. care. <laughs> I don't care anybody say that as a man. That's net. when you when your money ain't right. You, I don't care. I don't care who you are as a man when your money ain't right. You don't feel good. It's just not. It's not how we're made. Yeah. <laughs> so, Same way with women. We don't Monday. That's where it holds no romance, no finance. Like she ain't feeling happy oh if, if the things ain't right. You know what I'm saying? I think that's just people. If your if your if your security is not secure, <laughs> if you don't have if your foundation is not secure, that you're not ever going to really be in a safe functioning place. by no means. Yeah, to be nope. able to relax and enjoy the other. I think that's why so many relationships have. I don't think it's so much of being um, coming for a person and trying to use a person. When someone, you know, a couple starts out in a struggle together, they go through life together, and all of a sudden they make it big and they split. And they, oh, he was with me while we was in the struggle, and then he just loved me. Sometimes. That's just conditioning. And now that we are both in a space where we can go and be happy and do life, like, I don't really like you that much anymore. You know what I mean? And you really don't like me. You just feel indebted to me because we've looked at each other so long. So I think that, again, the emotion part of that, we really, because we're not used to having money, we get so emotional and take it personal, like, well, it's because he don't love me no more. He can love you just fine. He just don't want to be with you like that. You know what I mean? Like, now this is, my happy is no longer rooted in this, and this struggle because we've been struggling all this time. And I, and that, say that part again, Lord. Please say that part again. He just don't up. like you no don't more. You he didn't move on with his life. But that's yeah. not necessarily I mean, that a is. thing against her. It's a part because life, I don't like this part of life anymore. And sometimes, and and I know some people might not like me for saying this, but sometimes we get so rooted in that and what was comfortable, we don't realize that it's now time for you to grow out of that, too. You don't, you're not comfortable in that anymore. Like, you just here because you think you've earned the spot to be here because now we've gotten great. Now, how about you, and this is like what Rashad always says, you should not spend all the come-up time just showing off the come-up. Come up in your own individually in the same time that the other person is trying to. You can still build a family and do your thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that you're yeah. not, if that happens to be, because that's just life. That's just human. It just happens. It's not saying one person or the other is a bad person for that, how that works. Because it's just, or maybe you always, just remind me of the struggle, and I don't want to keep looking at that struggle. Sometimes. Part. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't really, and we, we are so quick to take sides in those types of situations, and we forget that there's a lot that happens in an individual struggle that, I mean, when I say individual, and this and I mean, like, each couple. Like, we don't know what Mary and Homeboy really went through. You know what I'm saying? We don't we don't really know. So we are so quick to choose sides based on where we feel we would be if that were me. And we really have to think about it. If you've never had the opportunity to be free, 
to like be free of debt, to be free of, you know, that worry of what I'm going to do the next day, like to be Obama free, like the free we were talking about earlier. For some folks, that's what that kind of feels like, to be that Obama type free. And to, to, to have that, you really don't care how homegirl feels at the end of the day. You're going to make sure she's set. You're going to make sure she got a good, you know, she in a good way. I love you. And in a little bit, you'll be okay because you'll know I'm not really here for you like that. It's better for us to do this thing. And I think we tie so mm-hmm. much emotion to that. And I think that we could be better as people. We wouldn't hate each other so much if we had better understanding of growth in how that happens. We wouldn't be so defensive, constantly looking for the other person to do us wrong if we just grew. If you just grow, it's not so hard when you realize that this thing is just running its course. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't want to go more, you know, real you know, negative with the whole thing, but like that's that's a part of it. We're so fearful of money being the reason why we don't make it. I think sometimes it sabotages us from making it. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, and you know, if you let mm-hmm. that sink in, you, you, you know, that might that might marinate and make a little more sense. But I think sometimes that, that does sabotage us in the process of actually getting there. We're worried of growing out of one another. My mouth is dry now, so I'm gonna shut up. That's my indicator that I need to be quiet. I'm gonna let y'all have it for a second. Yeah, I'm gonna go on a rip. Right, it's about time to pass the collection plate, Prince Lord. Right. It was on my spirit. I was led. Share that with you. Yeah, no, that was yeah. No, I agree. I think that was good. That was that was good, and that's why I was listening to. I forgot who said who it was, but it was talking about how um, the person who he was with when he was poor no longer fulfilled him when he was no longer poor because he or she, whoever it was, was still in that same place and he wasn't there anymore. And so the relationship just kind of dissolved. And I thought that was a pretty interesting discussion, you know, a pretty interesting comment to make um, because, like you said, I think, and I'm not saying that he, whoever said it was right for saying it, but that, you know, that again, I get that the needs are different, the mindset is different, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but that, like you said, that there's a shift that has to take place for both people, and until both people shift, and it's going to be an uncomfortable um, relationship. So, very interesting, very interesting, very interesting. Okay, we gotta go to hot topic, y'all. We done we're roll right through our whole little uh, agenda. Um, so, but it was good. It was really good conversation. So, um, yeah, we don't completely miss hot topic. Completely. What <laughs> topic do y'all want? What do y'all want to keep going? This keep going hot topic. Keep it for the night if you want to. It's okay because the topic was hot. You don't want? To? Yeah, it was hot. Okay. All right. So, so, so we kind of dove into. Well, let's do this. Let's take a break and come back, and mm-hmm. we'll, um, and then we'll do. Yeah, we'll get into some solutions. All right, let's go with what do I, I don't even look I tell you I don't even know what I have for here. Uh, what's oh, Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord. What's on We have it must be when I want to. No, Can we, we didn't do it after a while, did we? Oh no. No. Oh. <laughs> All right, we're gonna do we're gonna do this. So sad. Right, hold on, we gonna we go. Mr. DJ, tell us what we gonna play, Mr. DJ. I'm sorry. But well, we so all know sorry. we don't know nothing on today. 
You tell us. I don't have my stuff. <laughs> I don't have my stuff in front of me. Sorry. Hold on. All right, here we go. We're going to do this one. We'll be right back after the break. <laughs> Tuesday. 
where I was going, you know, I do something different and all this kind of stuff. So I called myself. I'm gonna get up at. You know, I usually get up at like five o'clock in the morning anyway. But this morning I'm gonna get up and exercise. So I walked my. I did. I walked two miles this morning, and I'm tired. I'm tired. You should have passed out seventy-two <laughs> minutes ago. I, I am mm-hmm. tired. My eyes are burning. Yeah. I'm so tired right now. It's ridiculous. For real. Hey, we're going to need time. you to log off here real soon, sir. I'm, look, I'm going straight to bed after this one. So, But it's all good. Like I said, this, it's weird because as, as I, I was like really exhausted. And as soon as we got on, it was like, boom, like a burst of energy. So I'll probably pass out later. But that's, that's how it is. But I'm gonna, I bet you I'm going to get up tomorrow and try to get and, and do it again. Okay, listen. Okay. All of this work, and you know that banana pudding is right around the corner. I, oh, I got some marbles right around. Oh, banana pudding is coming. <laughs> I got some marbles right now. Banana pudding is coming. I got some. I got some okay, right now. Because look, you know, look from the from the funeral this weekend. You know, they made. Oh songs, yeah. I done brought a big. Shout thing out to home. the cooks for the furniture rolls. I want y'all to know that. Yeah. I bless oh, yeah. all people. When you when you go to a repast, I mean, you only got that one auntie that brings something that's bogus. But usually, everybody <laughs> puts a little love, mm-hmm. heart and soul into those wonderful dishes. And I pray that that same blessing be bestowed upon the meals next week. And I don't have to see posts of chicken that look like hookin' then. <laughs> macaroni and cheese that look like brother please. I want you all to just put so many recipes out there. Do a little research. Um and, and don't, don't subject you know, I'm serious, 'cause I didn't I am at I have reached an age, Glory, where the truth sets me completely free. And I'm gonna tell you, yes I am. If it's nasty, baby, and I'm gonna let you know that this right here gonna stay on this plate until it reaches the garlic chicken because I am not <laughs> And I, I mean, I used to have a way of, you know, you know, when you were at somebody's house, you know, you gonna just eat. Nope, that's over. Okay, so I'm asking you to do a little research, do a little taste test, a little sample. You know, cook a little bit before the holiday. Taste it, baby. Mm-hmm. And then make sure mm-hmm. that it's okay Because if somebody like me Because everybody got somebody like me Who's just a little bit of the truth in Coming to your table You're going to be embarrassed this year All over social media mm-hmm. So please Please And don't y'all put no more struggle plates On Facebook I'm going to have Thanksgiving You taking pictures of struggle plates? Please Because I'm taking pictures of uh, struggle plates I'm already telling you, if you invite me to your house this year, I'm taking struggle plate. So if your dressing is runny, the net is going to know it. The internet is going to And that's flip. because your so name I'm, is Don I'm Petty. I'm talking bread. about the real people. I don't even get, how do you make soupy dressing? It's bread. How do you make bread? I don't bread know. Soupy? I d- oh, God. Too much broth. <laughs> First of all, my dad would get up and leave my house if my dressing was, uh, because I'm mm-hmm. hosting this year. Baby, Uh-oh. please. Oh, I ain't never worried, sugar. I hosted last year. They they said recipes like, can you make this? Can you make? I, I am a beast in the kitchen. 
is why uh-huh. my weight loss journey was the real deal. I had to lose some pounds. And I'm grateful that I kept off 35 of them. So we're doing good. Amen. Amen. <laughs> but I had to get that public right. service announcement out there. You know, Thanksgiving is real. Don't, don't mess it up. We give him thanks, but can't be grateful for no burnt turkey. I don't care how you do that shit. <laughs> get it together. I know, that's right. All right. Oh God. So uh what's the what's 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 let's talk. So we kinda started solutions, you say? Yeah. Yeah, we kinda started talking solutions already. Um but and we kinda kinda stuck within the context of um political excuse me, uh, finance, money and relationships. What about um what are some other solutions and some other things that we can do? Um, even on a, you know, a, a, not in a political and economic um, arena, excuse me, political, in an economic and relational re- arena that can that can help us. Uh, I'll start with Rashawn. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. One thing, as silly as it sounds, but I think economically it'll kind of help. Uh, keep your thing in your pants, cause that starts a lot of the uh the road. Mm. A lot of folks can't can't afford. Mm. Keep your thing to yourself, and if you can't invest in some condoms, cause uh kids are costly, and you gotta pay. Mm. Ain't no story good enough that ah nah, bruh. Pay your kids. Pay for your kids. Now, moving wow. outside of that. Something else better help, I believe, is, you know, um, I always say I think it really only takes 10 families. If 10 families sit down and talk about putting their money together to build something, I mean, there's the next Hallenberg. There's the next this and all this other stuff that we know by name that got family names on them. Probably like 10 families sitting in there and they decided on one name, but at the same time, those 10 families are super rich. Wealthy beyond wealthy is wealthy. Because those 10 families came together as a business circle and decided to do something different as opposed to we're just going to have a fish fry. No, we're going to sit and talk while we fry fish, and we're going to get it right. And when we leave out of here, the 10 of our families are going to be looking and feeling like a million bucks because we know that we can't lose. And, you know, as something as small as, you know, we – not all of us, but, you know, a lot of us have been in meetings where, you know, we know how proceedings go. All we got to do is kind of start having meetings and, and relive the stuff that we've already done. Like we have fraternal trainings. We have, you know, backgrounds and running this and that and that and the other. Then when we get home, all we know is, woe is me. Why not run business at home too? Sit everybody down, get them in tune, and get them ready to make money for everybody so that nobody's kids ever have to work. That's how it's done. Change the conversation in the living room. Let's talk about making each other great. That is all. Okay. Keisha? like it. You know what? Um, Q was kind of saying a little bit, and it kind of jumps right on the end of what Rashad was saying. Uh, when we discuss... Um, just taking it back to the political side of things, like, you know, when we discuss politics and all of that wonderfulness on the outside of our households, the best, and again, I, I say it's the inside-out approach. 
there's nothing closer to the inside than what resides within your four walls. And if you cannot educate the world, if that's just not your M.O., you know, educate the people that live in your household. Start there. But be allow that education to be done in a, a, a loving way um, so that when you are at home, that is your peace. That is your place to lay down everything that attempted to break that peace that you know exists there outside of the home. You can have that smashed because you know your support system exists there. You know that love exists there. You know that peace and understanding all exist there. And those things are the foundations for any home, not just a building or shelter. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about home. And if we can provide those things for each other, there's absolutely nothing outside of that home that can break you because you know where your strength lies. And and being able to be that strength for the people that are in your house, um, being able to be that, that sounding board um, and having greater understanding and doing the research among each other. It will not kill you to pull out a book as a family and look things up. I'm so sad for Google because when we had encyclopedias, man, listen, when we quit it, when we had encyclopedias, you know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. We would all use those books. Yeah. I'm Hey, Encyclopedia Britannica is still the real deal, you dig? There was information (laughs) in there that – Far exceeds any Google search. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I think that we, we fail when we act like one one book or one text has it all. My psychology one-on-one book don't have it all. My culture and psychology book does not have it all for culture and psychology. I have to research multiple sources. Now, how is it that I'm required to look for multiple sources for these things but not for how to be peaceful? There's ways to find peace. You know what I'm saying? And the most important part, if you are a leader of a household, is your self-care. You have to take care of you to provide and take care of the people around you. And in your provisions and care for the people around you, you provide them with that peace, comfort, understanding, and just support that is home. So all of those things have to be in place in order for us to be able to battle any and everything that's outside of our home that comes against us. And when we get that together, it ain't nothing that can defeat us if we actually make each other home and then create the community that is like home. But you got to start in your house with yourself and those you created and vibe with and connect with first. So, I mean, to me, the more I talk, the more it's like this little, I'm almost on the Kanye with the words kind of thing. Like, I see huh. it. You know what I'm saying? I see this one person affecting, like, if you could see one person touch five people and all of those people change a different color and then five people touch five people. Yeah, it's like that. Mm-hmm. But until you really take the time to develop you, everything around you going to be chaotic. So start with self then to your four walls, and then to the community you live in. Do the research. Look it up. As on the political side, for me, this precinct delegate thing, that's like the lowest elected official there is. But what I realized is that I'm looking at a whole bunch of people that's on the ballot that's running uncontended. 
if I would have thrown my hat into that just because I had an African-American name, I would have had a certain number of votes. But if we don't know how this system works, we fail. So pay attention. Read. Read. Ask questions. Do a little research. Don't just talk about what ain't right if you're not willing to do the work to make it right. I just, ugh. You know how I feel about that. Ask that place. I'm done. Ask it. Right. <laughs> For your heart and soul, say yes. Exactly. <laughs> Shekinah glory, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Q? Um, <clears throat> I guess I, I kind of said a lot of what I think we need to do. You know, me, I'm coming from the, the heart space um, always. You know, first I think that, because that, that, that most sets us up for, how we go out into the world and how effective we can be, um, the type of confidence that we are able to build within our homes. So, yes, I totally agree that. <clears throat> and what Rashad said, I don't want to even go past what Rashad said. His first point was so important. We have to stop um, medicating life with procreation because it is not at all what is what's up. And it is, it's, it's causing more of our stress. And, yes, our babies are a blessing and all of that, but we have to, to really, really realize what it is that we're doing by bringing these lives into the world and recognizing the responsibility that comes along with that. That was clutch, and we don't say that enough because it is so simple, and that's something that we can control right here. Like, there's, that don't cost a dime to just have some self-control. So, um, it costs a, we... cost a couple dollars. Yeah, or if you, yeah, it does. But I mean, or just don't do, you know, there's a lot of other things that we should be doing other than making babies in general. Yeah, or even yeah, sexing yeah. each other, because then we get into the whole soul tie thing. And that's that whole why we can't love each other and get, when we disagree, right, right. we can't move past it. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, I right. feel you. It is it's still just a couple of dollars. That's a little change under the car seat. But yeah. Right. Um, I think that. Something, something for real. Then, it, then it don't cost a thing. You're right. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, we we really have to take the time to um, um, tune back into our households and really, really. Um, I, I'm trying to. I don't want to repeat what I said earlier, but I think it's just important that we find uh, safety in where we lay our heads, and 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 that's a lot to do with how comfortable we are having those tough conversations because they're not as tough when we have the safe space to do them because we know at the end of it, we're going to be all right. We're still going to love each other and we're going to get through to the next, to the next space. Um, And then that gives us confidence to even have other people want to work with us to go out to to find our 10 families or to find those people that we want to build with because a a unit that can be um, more than just a front, but you can see it in action and working again is a stronger Unit to add to a team, so that that's it's it, it's just better for the movement in itself to make sure that you run in the tightest ship that you can, and making sure that you're asking the taboo questions and the things that are necessary to make sure that everybody feels heard and loved and and nurtured and taken care of. This this world will beat you up. It will beat you up. Yeah. So when you come home, you need to be able to feel like I'm no I I can put my my, my shield down for a little bit. I'm gonna rest my weary head. Because <laughs> I'm <Right>. home now. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna. I, I think 
one of the things I just uh, as you I was listening, one of the things I I I realized is that part of the issue um is lack of exposure. Um that in mm. some instances um that our context our contextual points of reference are, are always going to be limited if we don't expose ourselves to different um I don't want to say communities, but even schools of thought, um, uh-huh. because because we've never we've never had to think about it, and we've never had to wrestle with it, and we've never had to see it. Um, so I remember um, one year in college, I went to um, to a school for the summer, the internship for the summer, and I went I had to took a sociology class that summer. A very good professor, and he asked some very difficult questions regarding religion and magic and for the first time that was probably the first time in my life I was ever truly challenged and forced me to ask myself some serious questions but just hearing the questions that he asked made me study differently it made me look differently it made me think about um, you know my faith differently it made me do all of that stuff differently but had I never been exposed to that even though we didn't agree on certain things uh, it, I would have never been able to stretch my thinking to that place. So I think it's the same thing. That because our context is so small and because our exposure is so limited that sometimes we don't know um, what's out there. And so then again, it goes back to, you know, because we don't know, we continue to make the same bad mistakes. So I think we got to expose ourselves to more things, um, to different things. Let me say that, to different things that are not – um, that maybe not are in our immediate community. I think that's one thing we got to do. I think the second, another thing that we can do to help make an immediate impact is again is that we've got to reverse the thinking that um, that just because I want something now, I've got to have it now. Um, hmm. That waiting, like that patience, in, is a bad thing. You know what I mean? Like in any area. You know, whether it be losing weight, whether it be, you know, whatever, that, you know, we got we to gotta come to the conclusion that change is hard. It's hard to make change. And any change that's, not, that's easy is probably not going to last. And so I think we got to get used to that and create a new normal in our minds to say that, listen, whatever we're going to do as a family, whatever we're going to do in this system, it's going to take time. It's going to take us, you know, Years. It might take us years. It might take us, you know, several years. It might take us a decade, but ultimately we gotta get it done. I think that's. I think that's. A, that's definitely a solution. Two solutions that we gotta make, like today. Agreed. Thoughts. No, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Exposure is big. <clears throat> we wouldn't be so quick to dismiss yeah. things. If we were exposed to them, we, I, I totally agree with that. <clears throat> yeah, the first time I had, the first before, <laughs> I, I mean, even from a food standpoint, like the idea of me before eating sushi, I was like, oh, that's nasty. But when I tried uh, it, sushi it, before is what? excellent. Sushi. What you say? But, I mean, before I tried it, sushi. I was oh, like, oh see, nasty. now I was about to say, ain't your mama listening? Uh-uh. But now it's like sushi is wonderful. I love it. Absolutely, but before mm-hmm. I would have never thought it because you know, 
But but put some, you know what I mean? Put some fried chicken in front of me. We know, I know that. But I didn't know what sushi. Mm-hmm. That means you ain't. Have you had? Have you, had, have you tried time? the fried sushi? Listen, I've tried it all. <laughs> as long as it's not moving, I, I eat it. Too. Me too. But but again, had I not been exposed to it, I'd have always been thinking, oh, that's nasty. Mhm. Mhm. So. All right. Oh, and Rashad, to answer your other questions, I, I I didn't mean to skip over this question, your question earlier. I think what other cultures do that we don't do is other cultures have support. So when people, when other cultures come to this country, they have support, whether it be from one another, whether it be from things back home. You know, they have support and they have a level of discipline that we don't that we don't have. And I don't know why. I don't know if it's just their cultural differences, but every culture besides us, excuse me, every culture that, well, they're all, everybody's native to here, but every culture, like when I'm talking about Asians, Hispanics, things like that, they're making concerted efforts, disciplined efforts to grow wealth. And so we don't. And we don't do that. Nope. We don't do that. I mean, again, I know, I know, I know a guy, literally, not being funny, he came to his country with no money. Him and his wife, um, they started buying up Dunkin' Donuts. Like they bought Dunkin' Donuts and and got that one up and running. And then they opened up another one and another one and another one and another one. Now, mind you, she was a nurse and he was like a lab tech. So that's how they saved their money. And then they bought the first Dunkin' Donuts, then their second, third. And, like, they quit. And all they do is run. They got, like, 13 Dunkin' Donuts. Wow, and they'll tell you now their their sole purpose is to buy up as many as possible, so they can turn them over to their kids, and their kids can have have more. Huh. We don't do that. Imagine that we leave mm-hmm. we leave debt. We don't leave wealth. <laughs> we leave debt. Yes, we do. <clears throat> so huh. yeah. That, that one stuck with me right there. The Dunkin' Donuts yep. store is stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, I got a, uh, it's a guy up here in Hawaii. Um, talked to him. He's doing the same thing with Booth Mobile stores, baby. Mm-hmm. And he got, like, four that. right now. Yep. And I'm like, go yep. ahead, Dan Pam. Yep. Seriously, I know Jimmy John's. I got a guy who does it with Jimmy John's. Just buy, he buying Jimmy John's. So, but it takes so much for us to pool our money together. I mean, I get it. We disenfranchised, but together we are a franchise. Get it together. Yeah. Stop acting like, yeah. you know, oh my God, if I give them my little $500, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna have any more money. Well, first of all, we don't have it. We don't have it. That's the problem. We don't have it. If you had, if you had a lot of money, giving $500 would mean nothing. But when $500 is the difference between your family eating this month and not eating this mm-hmm. month, or you losing oh, your car. Oh, I know. Car, oh, trust me. So that's, that's the problem right there. We ain't got it. Mm-hmm. So instead of just saying, I ain't got it. By the way, Takesha, that was bomb. I know we're just a franchise, but we need to start acting like a franchise. That's getting that's getting uh, mm-hmm. tweeted right there. So anyway, all right, we got another question. <laughs> <laughs> it was. That was a word. Yeah. yeah, that's a word for that's a word. So um 
Thank y'all. Good show tonight. As always, um, really good discussion. We need to probably have more of these. Um, so if you're not in the school group, you need to get in it. Uh, we have this plus several other types of conversations uh-huh. uh, every day uh-huh. that I'm sure will excite you. Um, so you can join. Also, um, make sure you tune in tomorrow for the Word on Wednesdays. Uh, he's continuing in the Book of Psalms. Thursday, to this Thursday, the Queens are back. We're going to have a really good show, the Queens. Uh, conversations show is going to be um, on this Thursday. Um, and if you have not gotten your copy of Nouveau Exposure, do it today at nouveauexposure.org. Um, other than that, appreciate y'all for listening. Q, Kazo, uh, Keisha, wonderful job as always. Yes. Also, if you're in the Kalamazoo area, mm-hmm. Thursday I'm going to be speaking at uh, Western Michigan. Um, so come on out and Yeah, we're going to talk about some business stuff. So y'all have a good rest of your week, and I will talk to y'all later.